Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus. As we begin a conversation with Jesus in the morning through scripture, prayer, and meditation, and then continue that conversation with him throughout the day. Your host is Travis Twineman, the pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we're going to be journeying through the Old Testament book of First and Second Kings. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Daily Together on Mission podcast. This is Travis, and we're going to be in 1 Kings chapter 17 as we continue our journey through 1 and 2 Kings. We're going to look at Elijah and the widow at Zarephath, but first, the title of the podcast, and the title of the podcast is, But First... And we're going to find that phrase in this story in just a moment. But before we get there, let me start with a situation, a scenario, a context that we are all too familiar with. There are things that we know are good things to do, really good things to do. But right now, in this moment, for whatever reason, and there are plenty of reasons, we don't want to do that good thing. And again, we we know it's a good thing to do. It's the best thing to do. It's it's what we probably really, really want to do. But right now in this moment, it's not what we want to do for whatever reason. And again, there's a plethora of reasons. We might just be angry, you know, right now or scared, fearful right now or exhausted or over it or done or embarrassed or harboring unforgiveness in our heart or, or whatever. There's all kinds of reasons why we don't want to do that thing that we know is really, really the good thing to do. And in that moment, the word of the Lord will come to us and say, but first, Travis, do this. But first, do this. Do this thing that for whatever reason you don't want to do. And whatever follows, but first is the thing that for whatever reason we don't want to do, because to do it, we would have to face our anger, our fear, our exhaustion, our embarrassment, our unforgiveness, whatever. But the word of the Lord will often come in those moments and say, but first. And as we begin to think about all of those moments, which happen almost every day, in almost every relationship, in almost every context. We can put ourselves in the place of the widow at Zarephath when Elijah shows up in her town. And so in 1 Kings 17, Elijah, during a famine, people are dying in the ancient world when there was a famine because there was just simply not enough supply. And Elijah shows up and asks this widow in Zarephath for a drink. And she proceeds to go and get him a drink. And so in verse 11, as she was going to get a drink, he then called out to her, and please also bring me a piece of bread. Well, as surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread. I only have a small handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my young son. It will be their last meal, she thinks, so that we might eat it and die. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said, but first, but first, make a small loaf of bread for me and bring it to me. And then, after that, make something for yourself 
and for your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, your jug of flour will not be used up and your jug of oil will not run dry until the Lord brings rain on this land. Verse 15, she, the widow, went away and she did as Elijah had told her to do. And the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry until the Lord sent rain on the earth in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Now, what a story. We can imagine maybe what this widow was feeling in this moment when she was making a meal for herself and her son, when she was putting her you know, family first, her son first. And Elijah comes up and he says, but first, I want you to make a piece of bread for me. And in this time in Israel's history, when you gave food to a prophet of the Lord, you were giving food to the Lord. You were prioritizing the Lord, your God, over everything else. But first, Elijah says, do this. And I'm sure there were all kinds of reasons why she did not want to do it. The text says that Elijah says to her, don't be afraid. So maybe it was fear in that moment of, gosh, if I do that first, there will be nothing left for me and for my son. And as we begin to think and feel our way into what this widow was thinking and feeling, we can pinpoint many, many times maybe already today or yesterday where we're in a moment and for whatever reason, we don't want to do the thing that we know is the good thing, the thing that is unto life. And there are all kinds of reasons that we don't want to do it. But then the word of the Lord comes and says, but first do this, the very last thing that we want to do. And for some of us, it could be, but first be generous. For some of us, it could be, you know, but first, forgive and think the best before you have that conversation. It could be, you know, but first, this morning, spend a little bit of time just enjoying Jesus before you get on with all the things that are pressing in on you today. But first, Put their needs and their desires even before yours or... But first, listen, when all you want to do is talk, and I could go on, what I'd love for us to do is begin to reflect on what would follow the but first as the word of the Lord begins to speak to us this morning. And whatever God says probably won't feel natural we probably won't want to do it. it. It may not even make sense initially, which I'm sure the widow at Zarephath was thinking. It will involve trust that if we obey the word of the Lord, it will lead to life, and it may not feel like it will lead to life. It may feel like it will lead to death, and to some degree it is a death because we have to face our anger, our, our fear, our embarrassment, our unforgiveness. But as we do whatever follows the but first, 
we are trusting that what God is calling us to do in this moment, no matter how difficult it is, is a thing that will actually lead to life, not only to us, but those around us. And we're in the same exact position that the widow in Zarephath was in. She thought that if she made this bread for Elijah, that her and her son would not get a last meal, but nothing could be further from the truth because God allowed the jar of oil and the 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 jar of flour to not run dry until the Lord sent rain on the earth. God had the widow and her sons best in mind but it did not feel that way in the moment. And when I choose to but first be generous or to but first forgive and think the best or to but first put other people's needs before my needs, it it feels like a death. And as I press in, as you press in, as the widow presses in, we discover lo and behold that whatever follows the word of the Lord but first is going to lead to life. And so, you know, when God throws down a but first, he always wants to free us from the things that bind us and bring life into our lives beyond what we could arrange for ourselves. So what I'd love to do, and maybe go back and read this story again, it's a brilliant story. It's an incredibly practical story. It's a powerful story in our lives. And let's just reflect, let's meditate, let's just be quiet before the Lord and say, all right, Lord, what follows the but first? I want to hear the word of the Lord, but first, Travis, and whatever follows that but first, we're probably not going to want to do it, but it's going to lead to life and we know it. We'll talk tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Together on Mission podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by it today. If you had any questions about the Inland Vineyard Church, our ministries, or our Sunday services, feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, or check out our website at inlandvineyard.org.